The Mind Your Home podcast is now available on video. To watch the video associated with this episode and see any visuals that may be mentioned in the episode, follow the link in the description to the YouTube channel. You're listening to the Mind Your Home podcast. I'm your host, Mia Danielle, and I'm here to tell you that the number one thing you can optimize to give you more energy and happiness is your environment. If you're tired of the chaotic cycle and ready to feel energized at home with more simplicity, more energy, and less clutter, then welcome to the Mind Your Home podcast. Today, I want to talk about 10 ways to simplify your space. If you're watching this, then you probably already have an inkling as to the benefits of having a simpler space to have less complexity, less distraction, less overwhelm going on inside of your living environment. So today we're just going to jump right into 10 ways that you can really easily simplify your space. Number one is probably the most obvious if you've been around my channel for very long, and that is to declutter. The easiest way to really simplify your space immediately is just to let some stuff go, to declutter the excess, to make space to really move around and feel the functionality and the flow of your space. Clutter can act as daily hiccups to your flow and progress as you're going throughout your day, and it can really just kind of jumble up the energy of a space. So if you're able to even do some minor decluttering of things that are really visible front and center in the walkways, on the floor, on the surfaces, you know, the things that are easy to see, that's a great way to just immediately add a little bit of simplification into your space. Now, of course, I'm not going to dive too deep into this because Almost my entire channel has to do with decluttering and clutter-free living, so you can see tons of different topics on how to do that, where to do that, all of the different things. So I'm gonna go ahead and move on to the second way to simplify your space, which is to use simple, non-complex organizers. A lot of people think that the more complex their organization system is, you know, the more labeled and color-coded and detailed and intricate an organization system is, the more effective it is. And I've actually found the opposite to be true. Adding those layers of complexity complicates, which is the opposite of simplifying the space. So I'm a huge fan of basic bins, you know, simple shelves, things that are maybe intended to hold just one type of item or one category of item, so you can really hone in on an intentional space for any given thing and just really keeping it simple. Those big bulky organizers take up a lot of space. They can be unsightly and just really draw visual attraction from any room and they can make you hold on to things that you wouldn't normally hold on to because they're so good at concealing. For me personally, when it comes to jewelry, I like using a simple jewelry dish. When it comes to things like makeup, I like using a simple makeup zipper bag. And I find that not only does that give me spatial constraints for my belongings to make sure that I'm only keeping the things that I really love using, but also it's just simpler. Number three is to lean into your strengths or otherwise know your limits. So when I think of this, I think of the hobbies or the extra things that we thought we were going to be into but aren't necessarily, or as my case used to be, um, I really liked the idea of having plants, right? But I was terrible at keeping them alive. I didn't feel like watering them and pruning them and doing all the things that you need to do to plants. And so I had a lot of plants that were constantly dying just in the background, like wilting and dying. It was really sad to look at. And so I had to get real with myself. And I think that a lot of times we have to 
get real with ourselves about what our strengths are, what our weaknesses are, and what our limits are. Like, are you really going to feel like investing the time into some of these things that you own? And if not, then they're complicating your space. It's not even just clutter, right? Sometimes it can be things that are perfectly fine, but if it's complicated or adding extra steps for you to take that you don't really want to or have time to take in your home, like really maintaining an entire greenhouse worth of plants, then that's automatically removing the simplicity from your space and from your flow. Now, of course, there may be things that you're not great at now, but that you're working to become better at. So with these things, there are really two decisions to make. Either you're going to A, invest the time and the energy to get better at whatever the thing is and to really make it worthy of being in your space, or B, just kind of accept where you are in that thing and maybe cut back. So maybe instead of having five or six plants, I can deal with two plants or three plants or whatever I'm able to maintain at that time. So know your limits and lean into your strengths in your space to really keep it simple and working for you instead of being an extra source of struggle. Number four is something that I've talked about quite a bit, and that is to get a memory box. There are some things that you want to hold on to that are sentimental, and having some kind of dedicated space for those things makes it to where you can more quickly and more easily go through things that otherwise you would have put off because it was going to be stressful or it was going to be emotional, you know? So I feel like it gives you a little bit of relief and a little bit of a reprieve, and it gives you spatial constraints for the things that you want to hold on to. It can be simple to have an emotional backup for the belongings that are emotional to you. It can be simple to not have all of those things constantly pulling at your attention and your energy and your emotions because they're always out front and center, and to have a spot where you can go to really get into those emotions and dig into the memories when you want to so that you're not constantly feeling emotionally bombarded or emotionally complicated every time you see these things. The fifth way to really simplify your space is to go small. And really when I'm thinking go small, I mean, don't go bulky. So whether you're looking at a giant elaborate floor lamp or an air fryer that's going to just take up half of your kitchen space. The large bulky things that we try to fit into any given room take away a little bit of the simplicity in that space. You have less visual space to look around. Sometimes you even have less space to walk around or less counter space to be able to use. And it can be really visually distracting too. A lot of homes have an open concept kitchen and living room to where they're kind of merged together, right? So maybe in the living room, you have a big bulky couch and you have a big elaborate floor lamp that's right next to it. And then right next to that at the kitchen, you have a big diffuser that's just sitting right front and center on the table, you know, something that looks large and decorative and maybe smells great. But then on the floor, on the other side of the kitchen, you have a giant air purifier, you know, that's like constantly running. And so all of these just big bulky things, when you look at one, it might look fine. It might even look really beautiful, right? But then when you add all of these large things into a space, it really quickly starts to detract from the space. But if you still want to have all of those things, then I recommend trying to look for smaller or sleeker versions that aren't quite so obtrusive. Number six is to minimize your groceries. 
It can be really easy to go into a grocery store and especially if you're hungry or if your kitchen was really empty, just start looking at everything that looks good to eat. And you can really quickly fill up a cart or two and bring home a whole bunch of groceries. And I've had this problem too. I've said before that I've had an issue with going to Trader Joe's and trying to buy out all of their salads and then not having enough time to actually eat all of those salads before they expire. So adding a little bit of reality to your grocery shop trends and how much food you and your family are actually eating on a daily basis. You know, like being real about the things that you're going to eat and the quantity that you're going to eat can really simplify your space in a number of ways. You're not going to be losing food in the back of the fridge. But then also there's the complication of having to waste and throw out food that's perfectly good, which can make you feel guilty. And then you're irritated with people because they didn't eat all the apples that you bought. And you know, now they're wasted and you're having to throw them away. That is emotionally not very simple for your space. On the other end of that, if you have all of this excess of food, maybe you'll feel the need to overeat and then you're packing on the pounds and that's stressful and that's not adding any levels of simplicity to your space. So keeping the groceries minimized is a great way to really simplify your space and the way that you use it. Number seven is to use fewer cords and plugs. And you might be thinking, well, how am I supposed to do that? I have these things, they need to be plugged in. <laughs> Therefore, you know, but then when you have a space that has just giant black cords or multicolored cords because you have so many different things and they're strung across the room or down the wall. And I've actually had to live in that situation before where we had two cords going down the wall. It drove me insane. It really complicates the space in a number of ways. I mean, it could be a tripping hazard. It can be a danger like a fire or electrical danger. It's visually unappealing and visually distracting. And then also whenever you need to find a plug, then you have this whole complication of, well, where am I going to plug something in? And so I always like to have free plugs. My plugs in my space are never totally taken up because I think that that's stressful. But there are some ways that you can work around this and try to at least minimize the cords and the plugs that you're using. So even if you're just using a power strip, obviously not overdoing it with a power strip, but they are created in order to hold a certain amount of electrical wattage. There may be some instances where you're able to go cordless. Things like small kitchen appliances, for example, that don't need to be plugged into the wall because you you have a battery operated feature that works just fine because you're not constantly using the kitchen appliance. And also finding appliances that are versatile. We have a PlayStation and the PlayStation operates as a DVD player and a media player and you know, so if you have like one type of appliance that can cover multiple types of functions and still just take up the same amount of space, then you're also saving on the plugs and the cords. The eighth way to really simplify your space is to limit your options. This can be looked at in a number of different ways, whether we're talking about minimizing your wardrobe, which obviously has a huge impact on your ease of getting ready in the mornings and your ability to find the things that you're looking for, but even on the most basic level. Like I think of toothpaste. Let's say you, you've accidentally bought two different things of toothpaste and now you go to brush your teeth in the morning and you're like, this one has a slightly more cinnamon flavor. This one's a little more minty. Do I really like spearmint? You know, like just all of these little decisions and you're kind of going back and forth about toothpaste, right? Just the simplest things. If you have three different shampoos that are sitting around in your bathroom, you know, that's a decision that you have to make every time you take a bath. So just limiting those decisions and trying to keep just your favorite, most curated and selected items around instead of having excess and just extra things to choose from, 
because more decisions is not better, especially in today's day and age where you already have so many decisions to make. Number nine is to use reset points. And I have to give a shout out to Melissa from Intentful Spaces. She's the one who shared this idea with me at our recent Holistic Spaces mini series. And I think that it's genius. It is something that I was doing, but I didn't have a word for it. And basically using reset points is having a certain time or even two times every day where you just get back to neutral, right? You put things away, you tidy up. That way you're not having to wait until right before bed or wait until like a week later when things have really piled up. So this can be great for just keeping up with your space and also keeping a simple system going inside of your home. So if you have kids, it can be great for them to know, well, at this time and this time, we're gonna be tidying up so I don't have to worry about it the rest of the time. You don't have to be like following behind them and cleaning up as they're playing with things. Having those reset points where you know that you're not gonna have to stress out about where things are gonna go because they're gonna go back to neutral regardless at a specific time every day. And the number 10 way to really simplify your space is to go analog when possible. I know that that sounds insane in the techie world that we live in, but we already have so many things that we're required to use tech for, right? Most of us have a computer or a laptop, a cell phone, you know, we have the basics that you kind of need in order to survive or at least in order to work in most situations. Um, but when you look at the other things in your home, not everything has to be digital. And a lot of times the things that are analog and cordless and a little bit going back to the manual physical touch type of use have a lot more design mastery in them. And it's actually been proven that we use things and we use things more happily whenever they look nice and interesting to us. As opposed to having so many different digital things with different flashing displays and when the electricity goes out now you get to go set like five or six different clocks on all of your devices and again you know you've got the cords and all of the different things and you know having more tech inside of your space makes it less simple a lot of times. Now I'm all about using tech and anybody who's seen my video on the 15 systems that have simplified my life, a lot of those got a lot of flack because they were built around tech. But I think that wherever you can limit that extra tech that's gonna collect dust and that's gonna need to be plugged in and that's gonna have all the flashing displays, it can be really great for simplifying your space. So those are my top 10 ways to really simplify your space. And I would love to hear any of your own ideas or things that work really well for you. And I will chat with you next week.